Hello and welcome to the Loose Forward podcast. I'm Andy. I'm Callum. I'm Bobby. And we're all about Rugby League. The M62 and beyond. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Well, as you can probably tell, Andy is not with us in studio, but he's made himself available to uh, to do it with us via a telephone. Mm. So, do you want to explain to us where you are, Andy? Um, I'm not sure. I'm in, I'm in some sort of room. I'm in Cardiff. Um, okay. I'm at a tennis event in Cardiff. Um, I'm a little bit late recording because I couldn't get to the... Uh, uh, I couldn't get to the, the, the place where it was. Uh, I had to park around the corner because there was a police van blocking the end of the road and some bloke was just getting arrested and there was glass all over the road. Huh. Oh. So it seems nice enough. <laughs> <laughs> the bloody Welsh. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, just, I've just shut the window as well, you know, just to be sure. Yeah, well, we can't have him, you know, screaming. Resisting arrest in in the middle of this podcast, can we? That's true. I just I saw that he's holding us up. I was like, "Come on, mate, we've got a podcast to do." Did you wind your window down and go, "Listen, I'm Andy Lee from the Lee's Forward Podcast." And before you could say anything else, the policeman went, "Well, oh, sorry, mate, I didn't realise. You know, say no more. Come on through." And he moved. He moved the van out of the way. Then, yeah, is that what happened? Well, pretty much, yeah. yeah, pretty much, yeah. On the on the plus side, we can mute him whenever we want. That's true. That's always a positive. Maybe we should make this a permanent thing. <laughs> oh, we could go back to when we used to ring Bobby on the phone just with the stats. Nah, you're the phone guy now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, anyway, never mind about me. What's been happening this week? Well, I think the most important thing that happened was uh, Rugby League Shirt Day and what a uh, you know resounding success it was. Oh, the amount of shirts that were on show on on Twitter and everyone on social media, absolutely unbelievable. It, like, it, if that doesn't bring a smile to your face, you're not a rugby league fan. That was absolutely. I thought it was the whole day was absolutely fantastic and um, and well done us, but particularly well done Brian. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He deserves a lot of credit for for all the work he put in and and uh, yeah, he he he. he, he Really did work hard over the last few months with that. So well done, yeah. Brian. Oh, brilliant! As but, you said, and, Andy, and thank- just brilliant to see all the shirts on show. And just thank you to everybody that that donated. Thank you to everything, everybody that took part. Um, I know it's not too late to donate. And what's the running total, Callum? So far, I know we've got a few more to come in, but what's the running total? Do you know? Um, the last time I looked, it was about seven hundred and eighty pound. Yeah, it was just short of eight hundred. Just I think, short yeah. of our target of eight hundred. So. The, the the link is yeah. still up. If you if you feel like you want to donate, then the the link's um, knocking about. I'll put it in the pod notes, but um, you can also find it under RL Shirt Day on on all, across all social media, and the link will be there. Um, yeah. and we will try and hit that uh, target, which would be excellent. Yeah. So. So yeah, well done and thank you, everybody. It was just fantastic. Absolutely, it was. Yeah. So, bubbles, what? Have we got on tonight? Well, we have our Super League review. Uh, we have my stats of the week and a trip down under for the NRL semi-finals. Prelims. No, none of this prelims. No, not, I refuse to say it. Uh, we've got a. We've got a. Uh, oh, we've got the. We've got the Super League Dream Team out. 
Yes. Um, and we've got a talk to me about. And then we'll have Brian for the last Predictions League update of the season. Mm. Which I'm sure come great news to yourself and Andy's ears this week. Well, it's... <laughs> Oh, I'm just glad it's over with, to be honest. You know, I'm looking forward to Mad Monday now. <laughs> so, anyway, shall we crack on with the review? Yes, then. Yes. Don't all jump in at once, it's fine. Okay. There's so much to love about rugby league in this part of the world and more than just the pork rolls at Warrington and the pies at Wigan. There's tradition and history and great grounds and great fans, and then there's the weather. And if you don't like it, well, you just have to put up with it. Tough titties. Yes, as I said, we're going to have our Super League review, and it is the final round 27 of the season. We're now into the playoffs, but before that, um, we will review last week. So we're going to start with... We're going to start with the dead rubber game, and that was the Leeds and Cass game. Leeds coming out 46-0 on top of the Tigers. I saw the teams, and I thought it'd be um, a lot closer than it was. Mm. Um, and and pff, I don't know, they just it, it really was, a, from a Cass point of view, it really did feel like, uh, well, we've stayed up now, so we're just... They were looking forward to Mad Monday. I think they'd already had it by this by that performance. Yeah. They'd have Mad well, think, Thursday. <laughs> think about, um, you mentioned Mad Monday there. I think they had Mad Monday, toss it off Tuesday, <laughs> wild Wednesday, first to the pub Thursday, and FNL, we've got to play Friday. I think you're right. It's like <laughs> a Craig David song, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I tell you what, if Derek Beaumont can do it, they could have him appear they could have him appearing at the jungle next year, couldn't they? <laughs> yeah. That's true. Greg David comes to Castleford. <laughs> just to let Cass you know. Vegas. Just to let you know, Craig David has pulled out. Yeah. Yeah. He's managed his manager. He managed his manager. Hi Craig. I've got a I've got a gig for you. We're going to Vegas. Oh, that's good, isn't it? It's cast Vegas, but we're going to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> One night only in Vegas. That's it. And if you went, cast would be where it's that one. It we had an honeymoon there. Uh, sorry, an anniversary there the other week. We've got Craig David on now next season. It's, mm. it's the place to be. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. It's uh, yeah, absolutely. But. Uh, if you go back to rugby league for a minute and, and off Craig David, what an absolutely ridiculous performance! Oh, wasn't it just? It was just. Would you think they would have put that performance in if Wakefield had managed to get that win? No, um, not at all. last week. No, not, not, not for so? one second. No, not for one second. Yeah, not, not like that. Not forty-six nil. If the Super League survival counted on it, there's no way they're playing like that. No, absolutely not. So no. But, it annoys me that when teams do that, when fans have paid money to travel and buy tickets and support the team. It, it does annoy me a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't actually yeah. see the crowd. or, or um, Actually, I think they sold out pretty much their allocation. Yeah, they did. 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 They
Oh, I didn't know and that. Then, and then they pay him back with that. It's just outrageous and it's ridiculous. That, I'd be yeah. asking for my money back if I was a Castleford yeah. fan. That bit is actually, isn't it? When you think about that, when they've, they've, because let's be honest, the fans have had nothing to cheer all year, have they? No, the biggest cheer yeah. when came when they lost to uh, Wigan last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've had they've had one like massive game where they beat Wakefield, which was which turned out to be the crucial game. Yeah, and that that they haven't apart from that they haven't had a lot to cheer about. No. So you think well, we're safe, nothing to play for, throw it around, put a lot of effort in. And they didn't. No, I mean, the, the, I think the players appalling. will know that they've sort of, you know, they've pretty much sold their allocation. It's like, oh, come on, let's just go and mm. let's go and at yeah. least try. Yeah, give yeah. them a give them a view in. Um, well, on a, on a positive for Leeds, they're on the the right side of a nilling this week. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I wonder when the the last time a team was involved in three nillings in some way or another. Yeah, yeah. Did, probably Wakefield. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was June. <laughs> yeah. Did um, did you see Sam Lizoni's um celebration with Ronnie the Rhino? Yeah, where he's like hugging Ronnie the Rhino. He needs to realise that, like, that's not a real rhino, right? <laughs> he needs to realise that in there, there's probably sort of some introverted fifty odd year old bloke who's just been crushed by an by an eighteen stone prop. <laughs> I actually thought. What you do in celebrating like that? You've yeah. missed the playoffs. You've been nailed the last two weeks. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, just for the record, on the uh, three nillings, uh, yeah, it was uh, March. <laughs> <laughs> they got beat sixty nil off Wigan, eight nil off Huddersfield, and twenty six nil off Leeds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough then. Fair enough. I tell you what, we I tell you what, we um, we dragged that game out enough, didn't we, for a dead rubber? That's true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so moving on to our next game, uh, we're going to start with the playoff scene, and we're going to head over to Huddersfield, where Warrington secured their playoff place twenty with a twenty points to eight victory over the Giants. Mm. I. Uh... It just sort of was Huddersfield season all over for me. I, th- I actually thought they'd try a bit harder. Maybe that's unfair because not there at the game, but Warrington were fighting for their playoff hopes, weren't they? And mm. I don't know. I think it's just because I feel really, really sorry for Jermaine McGilvery. Mm. I think that's why I feel like it's a poor showing. Do you know what? I mean, I'm not with you, and I've got exactly the same two notes, McGilvery and Huddersfield's effort. Mm. And I've got exactly the same. And I and if we both think that, we can't we can't be the only ones that, that think that. Because no. it, it, it was it was a it was a, a an easy start for Warrington and that set the platform for the win that Huddersfield weren't weren't coming back from. And it, it turned out, I thought, to be a, a pretty comfortable win, really. Yeah, because I mean, the, the, apparently, I mean, they'd announced earlier in the week, hadn't did that he he wasn't going to get a new contract and that they were letting him go. Apparently, and then it came out that apparently he was only told that an hour or so before they'd actually made the official announcement. And then there was mm. all these videos of him. Well, there was a video of him after the game waving to an empty stand, and you just think for a club That's legend sad. like that, like he deserved a lot, lot more. Yeah, he, did. he did. 
he did make the comment as well earlier in the week that the way it's ended for him, he wished he'd have took opportunities that he had earlier in his career mm. with other clubs. Mm. Uh, Ma- west of the west of the Pennines. Is that what he said? Mm. Maybe that's just like an immediate reaction. Maybe in a couple of weeks you think, actually, I'm glad I stayed, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah I mean, obviously he, he feels, and, and I think quite rightly, feels hard done to really because he's given he's, he's give all his career to McGill, McGill Ritter Huddersfield. He's been out on loan a couple of times, but... Um, He's been on, you know, he's been on loan, but he's been a Huddersfield legend and deserves better, really. Yeah. And if nothing else, should have been before the game, not at, not at the end, waving to, like you said, Callum, waving to an empty stand. I thought that was really sad. Yeah, it was. It was tremendously sad to see, and not only McGilvery as well. Like Chris McQueen was retiring, Bobby mm. Nathan Peets was retiring, and I just yeah. thought there was going to be a lot more effort for them boys that that had been there and that was their last game. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, Andy, go on. Do you know what? I I worry for us, Phil, when Ken Davey goes. Mm. Yeah. I really do. He he seems to um, be keeping them afloat and has been for quite a long time now. Mm. I do worry what, you know, whether there'll be a Super League team, a Super League club when when, when he goes. Because we'll... There be the next person that comes in, Bobby. Will he have as much patience as Ken David? On passion, mm. probably not. I mean, his his passion and and as you say, patience for the the Giants team as it is at the minute is nothing short of outstanding, really, is it? Um, and he's he's again he's he's been the savior in in many ways. Mm. In so you know. It, I like Ken Davy as well. I think he's a good owner, and I think he's really hands on with the Giants as well. So, um, yeah, yeah. Again, it will be sad when he leaves, and yeah, I do question that that new ownership. It's going to be a tough one. Well, there's definitely a lot of work to do from a Huddersfield point of view. But and it the 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 Warrington Wolves keep the dream alive of winning the first ever grand final and, and manage to scrape through. Uh, into sixth place going into the playoffs and obviously have to go away to St. Ellen's now. I, I don't think I'd be I don't think I'd be putting my life savings on Saints to beat them. No. Um you'd make Saints favourites. Um but the playoff record against Warrington I think stands at five nil to Warrington in playoff games. Mm. Um and it's the sort of thing, isn't it, where Warrington have been really good, absolutely dreadful. A little bit of spark at the end of the season, the last three or four games, last two or three games. And now all that all that means absolutely nothing. Those 27 games now in this playoff now mean nothing. They, they feel like, it still feels like they're the kind of team that on the day... Could really turn it on and real and mm. and also they've had two really tight games against St. Helens this season and they feel yeah. like on the day you know maybe it's maybe it's their turn to win one this season. Yeah, that, you, you're right. You know, and when you look at the, the the group for both these teams now through the grand final now, um, you know the winner of this away probably or actually be a different route for Warrington, wouldn't it? Because they'd go away to Wigan, wouldn't they? Yes, they would. Yeah. 
they'd go away to Wigan, and then if they were to win that, well, you you, you would sense that they'd probably play Catalans in the final. Mm. You know, so they've got a tough ask, and I think Saints have got a tough ask as well. But I think it, I think it's an intriguing game on Saturday. Yeah, absolutely, it is, and 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 like you say, if Saints do win, they then have to go away to Catalan, which it, it's not. I, I think of. that's the hardest game, really. I mean, away Wigan's hard, but to have to go to the south of France and play Catalan yeah. away the way that they've been playing is a major ask. Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, well, moving on to the 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 other. Uh, playoff game if you like uh, we go to Wakefield where I think it can only be described as the, the Mikey Lewis show this week as Hulk IR came away 56-12 winners over the relegated Wakefield you're right it was the, the Mikey Lewis show I think in the end but it was just an absolute dummy fest mm-hmm. like seriously mm-hmm. every single dummy that Hulk IR threw Wakefield fell for and I was watching it and I'm thinking when are you going to learn when are you gonna? This yeah. is why you're going down. When are you gonna learn? Yeah. Every single do, every single try, pretty much came from some sort of dummy along the way. Yeah. Lot of long range efforts because they fell for a dummy. And they were proper dummies, not these uh, Bevan French and Jai Field over the top dummies. But it was yeah. <laughs> but it was like i was watching it and i'm just thinking i don't know how a professional rugby league team and again i thought the effort from wakefield would be better i know they've gone down but i thought they'd be sort of like come on this is our last game in in super league let's go out with a bit of a bang and it was for 12 months yeah it <laughs> it was it was one of the worst performances i think i'd, I'd seen from them yeah i, I think on the um, other hand on that though i think you have to credit I suppose you have to credit Hulk AI. It's, a, it's a, an enormous ask for a relegated team to get up for a game when, especially when you're coming up against a team that could literally take fourth, depending on other results. Yeah, I'm expecting them to win. You know, I'm not saying that, but just like, I was just, the defensively, it was abysmal. It was like under eight's defence. Mm. <laughs> it was. What, like, were they all, what, were they all run around in massive circles and like, just chase the ball. Yeah, but then the opposition's got like one lad who like sort of knows what he's doing, <laughs> and he just runs rings round them. Do you know what I mean? They can't get hold of him. Yeah. Except this time, it was the little lad and not the big lad that they couldn't get hold of. <laughs> That's true. Well, it's just like they just weren't learning the lessons. I tell you what, though, he's he's a joy to watch, isn't he, Lewis? Oh, he's brilliant. You know, he was involved in absolutely everything for them in some way or another. I did think there was, um, I can't remember who he sent over, but he made a break, and it was four, five on one, and he tried to oh, dummy again, and, and, he, and he got away with it. Yeah, what are you thinking? What are you doing? The, yeah, he's to Kenny yeah. Dalsh, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah, and he was going mad, and then he got tackled past it inside, and he got away with it, didn't he? Yeah, he got away with it, but you're just thinking, you've you've literally the four on yeah. one there. Yeah, yeah. very very greedy. He yeah. could have gone to his left, he could have gone to his right. It wouldn't have yeah. mattered. But... Mm. I'll t- tell you what was in... in um, I know we're going to come on to Saints in a minute, but and OKR probably had an easier task in chasing points down you know, to overhaul Lee yeah. uh, to get a to get a crucial home tie. But I'll tell you what, no doubt in their mind about chasing points, was there? 
No, not at all. Brilliant. Not at all. Brilliant. No going through the, the sets. No going through, you know, this is what we do. We're going to throw this about and we're going to, you know, we're going to get a, we're going to get a bag full. And that's exactly what they did. And do you know what? I credit to them because I think that, that, you know, it takes some doing. You know, you've got to, it's all right having that plan, but you've got a bit to execute it as well. And they did. Yeah. Yeah, they really did. Yeah. I'll tell you one yeah. thing that does need to happen at OKR though. Someone needs to take that ball off Brad Schneider kicking into touch because, like, that's twice now he's tried to kick for touch and cost him a try. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He did it at Wembley and he did it in this game. If he does it in the playoffs, they're going to get burnt. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he, he's looked better since the announced he was going to Penrith. You know, he looked like Jake Clifford and he's, like, absolutely done nothing since he, since the announced he was going to back to the NRL. Mm. Brad Schneider's done the opposite. Probably because Jake Clifford starts at the Cowboys, where I was just Schneider gonna, has to yeah. try and take it off Cleary or Blue I, I, I was just going to say that, yeah, he, Clifford's going to a guaranteed seven jersey. Mm. Brad Schneider's not. Mm. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, moving on to our, the first of our three top-of-the-table clashes. We're going to start in St. Helens as they... I suppose breezed past Hull in the end, thirty points to twelve. Yeah, well, Andy, you you mentioned there about OKR going out the plan and not being scared to throw it about and get the points on the board. St. Helens really seemed the complete opposite to me. It's they they're all about grinding a result out and wearing teams down, and they were sort of like, well, if if one of the other teams loses, then they lose. But we're just going to go yeah. out and we're going to stick to our game plan and do what we've done all year and. And grind this result out, um, and in the end, the, the scoreline quite flattering. I thought it was a grind, wasn't it? I think. Um, I, I mean, the the points difference scenario between Saints and Catalan was done for last week, wasn't it? When Catalan's put sixty past um, past leads, yeah. But they never went for it, and I think. You know, you could tell they got they went for two after about ten minutes. They went for the two, yeah. And and at that point, you think, well, that says everything. The, so, yeah. so you know, ten minutes in, you're thinking, well, actually, now now they're going to have to rely on one of the other two losing. Yeah. Um, I think... and, I, and I think, sorry, and I think just think that the the difference there is that, like you like you just said, Callum. It's all about the grind and it's all about, well, this is the way we're going to play in the playoffs because they don't have any other way to play, do they? No, no, not at all, no. So the way that, the way they play the games, Hull, is the way they play every week and the way they play every week is the way they're going to play against Warrington. Yeah. And the, and the playoff game will depend on whether Warrington can uh, not fall into Saints' trap of, of getting of getting arm wrestle. mm and if Warrington can do that, then they've got a chance. Yeah. They have won the last nine games in a row, though, Saints doing this kind of tactic. So, you know, can oh, you... It, re- work. it can, works. I was going to say, can you fault it too much if they're no, nine No, nine? no, no, not really, not really faulting it as such. It's just that it, finishing second, especially this season, finishing second would have been a massive difference in their chances getting to the grand final. They get yeah. a week yeah. off and then they would host... You would assume Catalan, yeah, rather than 
having to play Warrington and then going away to Catalan. That's yeah. massive. Yeah. There's a massive difference there. Uh, and, 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 and I know what we're saying about the points difference being so big and they're probably not going to do it, but it was they, they never went for it. It always seemed like this is about winning, hoping they lose, getting through to next week with no injuries and being as fresh as we can. Yeah. yeah. It, it's not about this week though, is it? It's about the way that they've played, like you said, Bobby, over the last nine games and you know, then the 18 before that as well. Mm. Yeah. Because they're, they're not an expansive side. No. No. No, you're they're right. Not the ent- they're not the entertainers they once were. There, was more, there are more entertaining teams now that you would rather watch as a neutral than Saints. I don't think they've got the speed to be entertaining like the others. I think speed no. is a massive problem mm. for them. You know, you look at Wigan and, and, and their speed that they've got. Um, even old Kayar, you know. I, I mean, I suppose they haven't got bags and bags of speed, but I say they were no, quicker right. than no. Saint Yeah, Allen. I, I thought um, I thought Jack Wells had his best game for a long time. Yes, I I thought so as well, and also Bobby a massive boost to Saint Helens uh, with the return of Alex Wormsley. That, is, that was a surprise, wasn't it? Wasn't it? That was something I don't think anybody expected to see back this season after. After, after Wellens' comments, after Wellens' comments, yeah. yeah, around the semi-final, and and that could be a massive boost for them going forward. Yeah, just on the other side, on Hull, uh, we've talked about Warring, uh, sorry, Wakefield's effort and Castleford's effort. Can't really fault Hull for their effort, can you? Um, or can you? No, but fits and starts. Defensively, I thought they were really weak. I thought St. Ellen's made a lot of meters going forward and I didn't really think they were their whole but I, I I think because Saints like to get into an arm wrestle, it, it also sort of flatters the other team a little bit. It always seems to keep them in the game. Yeah. Yeah, that that's what I mean. It always seems to keep the opposition in the game. They never really run away with it until the last mm. 10, 15 minutes. But mm. that's what's working for them. But but uh, you know the, the whole scored a couple of nice tries. A couple of like, there was a what? an intercept from the Wellsby pass, and um, there was a yeah. nice nice break um, for the young lad on debut. I can't remember his name. The young lad on debut to go in for a yeah. try. So yeah. Just on that, then you know we look at the playoffs now. Can Saint win at home to Warrington, away at Catalan, and probably beat Wigan in the grand final? Can they? Yes. Because they've been there and done it for the last four years, they know how to do it, and they are a big will, game team. But will they then? Not can they then? Will they? I I just struggle. See, I think they'll win against Warrington. I struggle with the Catalan game mm. with it being away. It's one of them though. I, in that you, you say it and you say it out loud, and you say no, they probably can't. But then. It's one of the probably the oldest sayings in rugby league. You never write off the Saints, and yeah. it, it it just so happens that you, you say that, and nobody would be surprised if they did it at all. No. Okay. Um. Sorry, just before we move on from that, uh, as well, uh, it looks like Hull FC have got a replacement for Clifford next year as well. Reports coming out this morning that they have signed Cooper Johns from the Manly Sea Eagles on a two-year deal. Oh yeah, I read that. I don't. I don't. I've not really seen that much of him. But just strike me as being very good, to be honest. No, he plays a lot of reserve grade, and he comes mm. into the manly squad when when needed, really. But it's Matty Johnson, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 
Jim Brown Wigan signed Matty Johns, but they signed the wrong brother. Thought they'd signed Andrew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe it's a bit like that. <laughs> signed the Matty wrong Johns son. son. Yeah. yeah. And we thought it was his nephew. Yeah. <laughs> They've signed the wrong son. <laughs> At least he signed somebody that time, unlike the uh, fiasco with uh, Sean Edwards. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, well, moving on to our other uh, top of the table clash, um, we go to the team that ended up in second place after it all, uh, and that was the Catalan Dragons. They were away at Salford, but came away with a 19-8 victory. Yeah, again, um, Salford fighting for their playoff chances. Um, I think they give it a go. I think it was 8-all at one point, and then they had to drop a goal to make it 9-8, and then they they got a couple of late tries, didn't they, and and sort of ran away with it in the end. But um, I'm not quite sure Salford were ever really that in it, even though they were at 8-all. They got a penalty on the stroke of half-time to make it 8-2. And the try that <laughs> Salford scored, from a defensive point of view from Catalan, was shocking. Mm. Yeah, very bad. Well, it's a good thing they didn't make it, because the fans didn't want them to, did they? Oh, I'm not getting into that again. <laughs> oh, OK. I'm not getting into that again. That's the old point well, we played 27 rounds. What do you pay your season ticket money for? Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it's about next season. <laughs> We'll pay for next season ticket then. <laughs> I tell you what though, um, how good has Sam Tompkins been in his last season? Oh yeah, he he's been phenomenal, hasn't he? He's, he's, he was the difference in this game. Yeah, he was again. Yeah, um, really, really rolled back the the years, especially the last few weeks. He's just been instrumental to what Catalan have done. Yeah. It, it's one of them, isn't it, where I think if he knows he's going out, he's, he is now playing every game as though it's his last, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And because the, because he's now into the final, potentially two games of his career. Mm. And it's like, and, he, and and I think obviously it's difficult. I've not been in that position, but he he, he must know that. And he's he's been phenomenal for uh, for all season, really. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um... But the last couple of weeks has been he's really steered them through, hasn't he? Yeah, uh, and again, you know, we're talking about St. Ellen's going to um, away to Catalan. He'll be well up for that, like you just uh, touched on, because he, he, it, that might genuinely be his last game. But mm. he'll be doing everything he can to make sure it's not, won't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, just yeah. just sticking with uh, with Catalan, obviously, we were. I suppose rather critical of them around this kind of playoff run. You know, they were four points clear at the top. You could argue that really they blew the league leader's shield in in some respect. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think in this game it was a case of them still not looking the best, or do you think Salford were really just scrapping for that playoff place? Do you think they just made it hard for them? Um, I think Salford were probably just scrapping a little bit. Um, I, I, I think it's a reflection of where Salford are. Yeah. It's a seventh place team scrapping for a result. Yeah, uh, but, and, but that can be tricky to play against, you know. And I think that's what happened. Um, yeah, because yeah. They, they they did have to get a couple of late tries to sort of flatter the scoreline, didn't they? But um, yeah. should they have finished top? Yeah, probably they did. 
bomb it over a couple of weeks, especially the 34 nil to, to Wigan. Mm. Yeah. Um, but they've, they've ended up finished second and really finishing one and two. It, there's not an awful lot of difference yeah. between them. Apparently no. You get a trophy for winning one, which essentially means nothing, which is a debate for another time because the hardest one to win means nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, moving on to our final game and probably the the most talking point, to be fair, uh, and the team that did win the League Leaders' Shield, uh, and that was Wigan, who came away with a a very hard-fought, 10-6 10-6 victory over the Lee Leopards, who also fell to fifth. Yeah, the the points difference from OKR meaning that they they um, jump above them, don't they, um, and, and end up <laughs> having to host Lee rather than going to Lee, which in itself is massive. Oh, that whole KR stadium at home is is it's a right fortress in it. It's going to be a cauldron yeah. on on Friday night, which for that. we've mentioned over the last few weeks, but. Um, Lee's big thing from this game is the obstruction. Yes. From the, I, I can't remember who went over for Lee in the end, can you? It was Gildart. Yes, it was Gildart, you're right. And they had a, a lead runner go through and he barely brushes Bevan French. Mm. Bevan French doesn't fall over or anything. He has a little whinge. Referee sends it up as an old try and they give it as an old try. Was it the wrong decision? In my opinion, yes. I really do think that the ob- well, we'll come on to that. But I-, I thought it was the wrong decision, and I think that's also why you know the the try no yeah. try should be scrapped as well. Yeah. But look at the Jay Field try, yeah, that he scored. He shouldn't be scoring that's- that. No, absolutely shocking defense. How he's got Ab- through that is unbelievable. He's got absolutely nowhere to go and they've both given the only path that he can take to get anywhere near the try line abysmal defending mm. absolutely abysmal defending that, that's that, a, that's under eight's defending that was wet paper town of the week that yeah oh yeah i forgot about that we haven't had that for a little bit have we no that was that no, you're was right. the worst... we, yeah we're giving are we giving him that then the wet paper i'm giving him that because that yeah, was the worst try that i think was conceded um this week by a mile yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. He's absolutely yeah. nowhere to go. He's hugging the touchline. He, he shrugs one off and then steps two of them. I'm like, come on. Yeah. For a yeah. team that's yeah, finished, right. well, should have finished fourth, or, or has been fourth, I should say, mm. for most of the season. Have, come on. Have they, yeah. have they blown it? Have, have Lee blown it for fourth? As in, you know, they should have finished, you know. I mean, it, it, it was a big ask, wasn't it, really? Because Ulkaya were always going to be Wakefield. Mm. It was just about how many. Well, what what blew it for for Lee was when they got beat off all KR after the Challenge Cup by mm. about forty or fifty points, which which give which which um, had an had an effect on the points difference of about eighty or hundred in one in one game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and, and that's what that that's what blew it for him really. And and to be honest, could blow their playoff. Hopes mm. of getting mm. to the grand final because going, like we said earlier, going away to all KR is just terrifying. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I think it's uh, 
think it's worth mentioning though. Uh, a Pape running into him, it's like running into a brick wall, isn't it? That was a oh, yeah, I'm a Jai Field. Oh, that... yeah. apparently the Wigan fan said even over the noise, you could hear him hit him. That's how hard he hit him. Like it's great when you're on the on the wall, isn't it? Or on the fence, right at the front or whatever, and you can hear that you can hear him get smacked. It's great, isn't it? <laughs> Do you reckon he got up and said something like, "Who's your the Pape?" Or something? <laughs> Who's your Pape? <laughs> Come to Pape. Who's your Pape? Come to Who's me, your Pape. Come to me, Pape. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like yeah. it. And... Alpha, Alpha Pape. Yeah. <laughs> Alpha Pape. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alan Partridge film. <laughs> Can I just point something out on these games? Oh, and, you know, you've got to say congratulations to Wigan as well, because like you said, that's the, the hardest one to win. And, um, they've been in fine. They've been in fine form for the last for, for the last couple of months, especially. Yeah, yeah, they have. Yeah, uh, yeah. So and you know, all... and, and they're in you know they're in pole position now, really, aren't they? And, well, literally. Um, if Saints win, well, they're either going to have to they're going to play Warrington, or they could play Lee again or Old KR, aren't they? So well, the only one they can't play is Saints. Saints. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh... Which the public lad about? Yeah, probably. Because derbies can go either way, can't they? So mm. you know. Yeah. I just want to. I just want to point this out to you. A few weeks ago, uh, with with uh, however many games to go, so one, two, we did six games to go. We predicted it. Now I've been rubbish at the prediction league all season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But my predictions for this were Wigan in first, Catalan in second, Saints in third, Hull Car in fourth, Lee in fifth, Warrington in sixth. Well done. I mean, it means, it means nothing, but you know, well done. No, it does. No, no, no. That's the real prediction league. Like winning the league leaders. <laughs> <laughs> it means nothing. It means nothing. Yeah. I know, but I've been that bad. I just thought, you know, it sort of redeems it a little bit. I think. Does it? Well, you say that, but I think you'll come crashing down to earth when we hear the table later on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, just before we end this, just before <laughs> we end this bit as well. Obviously, it was uh, a lot of things to say or, or not to say in this case after the game. Uh, Sky Sports, or Brian Carney oh, yeah. saying that Adrian Lamb wasn't allowed to speak to them. Derek Beaumont saying that wasn't the case. And it's, uh, they've had a bit of a... Two, uh, yeah, they reckon he's going to get like a fine for it, don't they? Because apparently it's in the contract yeah. that they have to speak to. It is, to. yeah. Yeah. Well, if he says if Derek Beaumont says he was allowed to do it, he said he wasn't, well, what's the truth? Hmm. Mm. Because you know, Derek Beaumont said something on the lines of he wasn't ready to speak to them, and then when he was, they didn't want him or they weren't there or something like that, and they didn't. Apparently, Sky Sports didn't even turn up to his press conference. In the yeah, but usually the they've got him on the pitch at the end, haven't they? While while that's going on, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they usually come down after you know after the game, don't they? And then do the do the thing in front of the uh, sponsors screen. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know what you're doing. Like it's not a. Because ventriloquist dummy is he? He's got his own mind that he can speak, you know. Model of in you is he? No. I mean, originally, Andy, you you were saying to me though that if uh, if he didn't speak to him, maybe he was doing him a favour by 
not having him banned because there was obviously he was you could see he was clearly upset over the guild art try. Yeah, it wasn't hard to work out what he was saying when he gave it no try. That's for sure. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, I know, yeah, because I saw that and I saw him. It, you could lip read it, couldn't you? Because he said, "Oh, that's jolly bad decision, referee." Didn't he? <laughs> you could. Did you did you lip read him say that as well? I had something slightly different, but it was along All the right, same just, lines. Oh, was it jolly bad luck? Is that what he said? Maybe. I think it yeah, rhymes with luck. So yeah, but uh, yeah, you're right. If, if it's you know, if it's in the contract, you know, man up in it. Mm. Yeah, just are we allowed to say that right. anymore? I don't think we are, are we? Um, probably not. Yeah, we can because he's a, he's a man, and it's a man, and it's it's in men's rugby league. Yeah, that's we, my podcast. Right, yeah. Do what I want. You know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Right, well, I think that just about uh, wraps up the final um, final regular round of the season, so we shall jump straight into this. It's Bobby's Stats of the Week. Yes, Stats of the Week time for what may be the final time, depending on what you can uh, dig out. Yes, yeah, it's going to be hard in the weeks to come, but yeah. I've got a, I've got seven. Oh, hello! Oh yeah, <laughs> I've got sounds uh, like excuses already there, Colin. <laughs> yeah, gotta get in early these days. Uh, yeah. I've got seven this week. Okay, doke. So if it is the final time, I've got some humdinger. Well, yeah, I'll let you be the judge of that one before I toot my own horn. Okay, go on then. Uh, right, we're going to start in Super League and. Uh, this is the third time in Super League history that the League Leader Shield has been decided on points difference. Third? Third time. Okay. Um, it, the only other two times were Bradford and Wigan in 2001 and Saints and Bradford in 2002. Oh, okay. Which, Over 20 years then. Yeah, over 20 years. Which you, wouldn't surpri- think that. you wouldn't think that, would you? No, and do you know what? I was surprised when I looked this up because I thought that Leeds won it in 2015 on points difference with the Ryan Hall try, oh, but right, apparently right. that put them a point ahead. I right. didn't realise it. I, I thought they won it on points difference, so mm. I was quite surprised yeah. when I was looking this one up. Uh, yeah, fair enough, yeah. Um, with the season now over... Um, Wakefield were nilled six times this season. Uh, they become the third team in the limited tackle era to be nilled six or more times. <laughs> the The last time it happened was to Barrow in the 89-90 season. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah, not 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 good for. Well, maybe it's not good for Wakefield anyway. But <laughs> sorry, Wakefield fans. Ouch. Um, the third stats of the week is this is the fourth time in Super League history that the top try scorer has been shared. Uh, this year it was Tom Johnston and Abbas Miski. 
mm-hmm. getting 27 tries each. Uh, the last time it happened was in 2011 when Sam Tompkins and Ryan Hall shared the award. Okay. So over over 10 years since it's happened then. Mm. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's that. I was going to go into something else then, but I won't. Uh, I think you should. No, I, I, I was just saying, I, I, when I had a look at them all, it was quite interesting to see the different positions that came up in it. Obviously, you expect wingers to win it most of the time, don't you? Yeah. Uh, with, with top try scorers, but... There was a couple of fullbacks in there. The most surprising, uh, the most surprising position to win it, I suppose, would be the two thousand uh, top try scorers, which were both Sean Long and Tommy Martin from St. Ellen's. All right, which is quite surprising. You don't see many halfbacks get. Well, I think they're the they only halfbacks. get a few, to, don't they? But yeah, not to win it. But they're the only halfbacks to actually win the award, and they shared it. Right, so. That's interesting. Uh, down to the uh, down to Australia. Uh, got a couple of stats around this weekend and uh, a couple of the teams. The Warriors have lost back to back games against the Broncos for the first time since two thousand and eleven. All right. So they've always beat them um... at least once in the season. Yeah, they lost them to earlier this year, and then they lost the yeah the the, the semi final on the the weekend. Mm. Uh, stat number five, I think we're on. I've lost track. Stat number oh, five. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to go with stat number five. Uh, Penrith haven't lost to a top eight team this season since round one. Oh yeah, they lost the first game. Was that against the Broncos? It was against the Broncos. Yeah. If they um, if they win their uh, their grand final. Mm. Um, and they play the World Club Challenge again. Do you think any Super Super League teams beating them this time round? Not this time, no, no way. It's actually worth mentioning, if the Broncos win, it might actually be hard to do the World Club Challenge if they're travelling to Vegas. Yeah, maybe. Their first round is in Las Vegas, and the Broncos are yeah, a part of that. That's, so that's true. If the Broncos win it, don't that's rule true. out yeah. the World Club Challenge not being held, or it being held be in Las Vegas. for that. Yeah. Cas Vegas. Ca- no, yeah, Las Vegas. Vegas. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Don't we, Callum? We should be getting media passes for that. Yeah, I'll have to tweet someone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's beg for some tickets. <laughs> anyway. Uh, stat number six. Uh, this Sunday's final between Penrith and Brisbane will be the first time since 2005 that it will be nor- that it'll be New South Wales versus Queensland. Will it? Mm. Right. Yeah, because when the Cowboys won it, they played the Broncos, didn't they? Yeah. 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 Oh, and then the Cowboys played the Storm. Yeah. As well, didn't Because the Storm make up a lot of the finals since then. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, back yeah. then, uh, back then, it was New South Wales that came out on top in 2005. Uh, it was the West Tigers. Yes. They won it that season. Yeah. West Tigers. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, dear, that's like, that's like Wakefield winning Super League, isn't it? <laughs> it is now. I think um, I think that's only going one way, that, that, that Penrith, I think. Uh, I don't know about... I don't know. Well, we'll come on to that in the NRL anyway. 
Okay. Come on to that in the NRL because I've got my last stat of the week. Number seven is since 2020, the Panthers have played 82 games. When leading at half time, do either of you know how many they've won? 82. 81. (laughs) They've They've lost one. They've lost one whilst leading at half time. That sounds like some sort of Novak Djokovic stat, doesn't it? <laughs> when he wins his first set or something like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so the Broncos could do with taking the lead at half-time, really. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just a bit. Yeah. And that's it. That's the stats of the week. Excellent. That was good, that, this week. Well Very done. good. Well done. Yeah, they were good. Well done for a change. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Call that a knife? This is a knife. That's not a knife, that's a spoon. Yes, uh, NRL time, and as we have just said, well, we've pretty much revealed the final already, but I'll read the scores out anyway. It was the Panthers 38, the Storm 4. No Bellamy masterclass, Callum. No, they were their own worst enemy. For they, they were in it. They should have gone, I think, ten four up or ten six up, and they had a three on one, and they bombed that. And then they kept knocking on and giving penalties away. They were awful. Yeah, they were in it for it. Once it went to about eighteen four, you could sense the game was gone, couldn't you? Yeah, well, turned out to be. Yeah. And uh, the other game was the Broncos forty two, the Warriors twelve, and the question on everybody's mind. Was Reese Walsh's pass forward? Um, I'm going to say no because I know Craig from work will be listening and he supports the Warriors. I yeah. think I think it was dead in line if you ask me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. It was more forward. One of them Patrick Mahomes passes, wasn't it? Wasn't it? I don't think anything will top the Albert Kelly one from Super League a few years back. But, yeah, that you know. was, uh, yeah, that was. Yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah. The, um, um, the, the I tell you what. The, sorry, go on, Colin. I was just going to say. Uh, it, it killed it off, didn't it? There was, I don't think they won, but it, it killed them off. Mm. The, to me, both semis were just damp squib semis. Mm. It's, it was, good, it's, it was, it's good that the most two, the top two consistent teams have made the grand final, but yeah, yeah, they weren't great. Yeah, there, there wasn't much excitement in either game, though, was there? No, not at all. Well, for yeah. anyone who wants to watch it, it will be live Sunday at 9.30 in the morning uh, over here on in the UK. And it will be the Panthers taking on the Broncos. Come on, the Brucos. Uh, yeah, the, the Pooters <laughs> and the Broncos. And the, the, the Pooters and the Brucos. Uh, Andy, use your money on? The Panthers, I think. Yeah. Callum? Um, I oh, think, I, and, I, and I think by... I think by about 18. Mm, okay. Um, I think the Panthers, but I'm going to say the Brucos just because I want them to win. I, I like a good underdog story and I'm going the Broncos. However, as an extra little bonus stat for you, I did see that uh, in, in NRL Grand Finals that the second place team has a 60% win rate over the top team mm. in previous years. So do, I'm going to go the Broncos. I do think it'll be different this year. I just think they're that good this year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they are, but they're a bit cocky and I don't like them. So. I, know, I know exactly what <laughs> Come you mean. Come on, the Brucos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Lee Briz. Like, he's, 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 
He's not cocky, that Luai, though, is he? Oh, no, he's well down to earth, isn't he? Oh, very humble, very <laughs> humble. <laughs> ass. <laughs> oh god anyway we shall move on swiftly yes talk to me about is uh back it's becoming my favorite segment Better than that stupid prediction, so. So, this week's talk to me about is about rule changes and what rule changes you would like to see happen because it all sort of stemmed from when we were discussing the obstruction for the um, Gildart No Try, which was obviously a try, so... I'll start with you, Andy, if you want. Give me a rule that you would like to see changed or adapted or or scrapped, sorry. Well, I'll leave that obstruction one to you then, yeah? Right. Um, Because you've got more thoughts on that, I think. Um, Okay. Uh, One one that I think – I mean, these are just like – there's some really tiny ones here that you just think that's just nonsense – we we scrapped it at one time, and now we've brought it back in, which is trapping the ball in the scrum. Mm. Because yeah. the amount of penalties that are given or not given, they, they've trapped the ball, defensive line comes out, it's not given, and then it's like, well, we've trapped it. Just get it out. Yeah. I remember Christian it's- Wolf being very critical about that. And, and under Christian Wolf, St. Ellen's never did it. They do now, but they never did. Like he it was, is. he was very critical of it. I remember. It's a right. It's it, I, to me. It's a right little shit house track tactic. <laughs> <laughs> it is. You're right. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I thought it was illegal. Really, I, I really did think it was a, illegal. But mm. it, it's one of the ha ha ha. We've caught you. Yeah. <laughs> like Wagging your finger at somebody is one of them. It's all right. Immature little rule, isn't it? Like, yeah. you know. Mm. In it. I hate it. Yeah, no, it's a good one, that, Bobby. Uh, my my first one is, it, it's been more of a talking point for this season, but I think some common sense needs to come in around these these late tackles on the ball being left or the kickers. Yeah, and, a good one. I just find it ridiculous. I mean, we've said it in the past. There's no point in putting pressure on a on a, on a kicker. Mm-hmm. You might as well just go, yeah, yeah, mate, put the bomb up, do what you want, put the grubber through because yeah. I ain't touching you. I ain't getting banned. Yeah, no, that's a good one. I like that. I think I remember you, Andy, saying something like in, in American football, they have like a two-step rule. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. So if you're within two steps and you, you hit the, the, the kicker, mm-hmm. You're all right because so it, it, it's classed as momentum. Then where you can't stop. Yeah, exactly. So what's wrong with that? If you're within two steps, you don't take him high. You don't take the standing leg. Why can you not put pressure on him? Because that's essentially that's what would do with the yeah. with the rule as it is. That's essentially stop him putting pressure on yeah. the kicker because you can't so, touch him. Yeah, so you can't. So you can't hit him with the shoulder, right? Mm-hmm. Which you can't anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you make contact with his head, or like you said, you take his standing leg penalty. Otherwise, all that happens is he gets grappled to the floor, 
and and there's no harm done. Mm. But what happens now? He kicks it up. Somebody then touches him or hits him or whatever you want to say. And if, as a fan, your heart's in your mouth as to whether or not the referee's going to give a penalty or not. Mm. And you could look at you could look at ten different kicks, ten different hits, and you could say how many other penalties. And I I tell you, you wouldn't guess all ten, right? No, not at all. Mm. No, you're right. Quite right on that. Um, yeah, no, I like that one, Bobby. That's a good one. Um, obviously, I'll get the obstruction one out of the way. I just think the obstruction rule is becoming a bit of a joke. You have a lead runner that runs through, and a defender will purposely make a beeline for that lead runner and fall over, and then it's a penalty. Yeah. What's the point in having like a lead runner? What There, there isn't. If that lead runner makes an, a, a genuine attempt, which I think, if, if we take the one that's just, if we take the Lee one, for example, he actually, like, moves his body to get out of the way. He, mm. he, he, put, he puts his, his arms body. up. Yeah. He puts his arms up in front of his chest to try and he turn. He actively tries to avoid Bevan French. Yeah. And he barely touches him. It's barely a graze. Mm. Yeah, that's right. He hasn't affected you know what? the play at all. Do you know what on this? The, the, the clue's in the name. Mm. Has he obstructed the player? Yeah. Yeah. Is is the defender obstructed from making the tackle? Yeah, I think... If the... And just because the lead runner's run through the line or he's touched somebody or whatever, mm. doesn't mean he's been obstructed. So it, they have to, like, go through a gap where he would have been and, and he's in the way. Yeah. that's it's, it's, To me, it's quite simple, that one. I, and we've messed about with it, like, all this... Do you remember a couple of years ago, like, we had this... Oh, or was he passed it outside of the shoulder? And I haven't a clue what it means. That I haven't a clue what's going on. No, I, I I get that. If you catch it on the inside, it is more of an obstruction. But the the the, the messed about with it, farted well, about with it so much over the last ten years that it's just become nonsensical. Well, when we did our special with Richard Silverwood, he was saying one that he was saying that they had they had flavors of the month. Yeah, and that one was a flavor of the month. Yeah. That, that catching it on the inside or outside shoulder and stuff. Mm. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I I completely agree. I just think it's simple. Has he obstructed him? I think if the yeah, lead runner makes it. a genuine attempt to get through the line, he's he's obviously not trying to obstruct, is he? No, that's it. So there we go. Uh, Andy, you got another one? Yeah. Uh, uh, um, I mean, I've got an obvious one. Uh, which is changes to six again. We've done it to death, so I'm not going to go on about it. Okay, well, I've sent absolutely. a couple of um, suggestions for amendments. So, what's yours? I think any. I think anything in your own forty or your own half is a penalty. Mm-hmm. Not six again. Yeah, because it gets you out of there, and it would stop this wriggling around. Happy to settle for a seven tackle set. Put put a bomb up and then just lie on as long as you want. Yeah. Yeah. So that that would be my immediate change to it and go from there. Yeah, because this comes... I'll, I'll just jump in with mine, Bobby, yeah, yeah. if you don't mind, because I think this has become the new... The, the, the one that we've just said about lying on the first tackle, that has become the new of what mine is. So the seven tackle set. So... Teams, and I remember Leeds doing it a lot, Sinfield used to do it a lot, they would hammer the ball out, it would go over the dead ball line, all they would do is get themselves set on the twenty, on, on the 30 for the 20-metre restart. And that, yeah. the six-again thing, has become the new that. Yeah. Because it's just a way of getting your defensive line set yeah. and sorted. So... Yeah. 
But with the seven tackles set, I think there's just ridiculous ones. If you go for a drop goal, <laughs> yeah. it's a seven tackle set. Well, no, let's not have that. Even in golden point. Even in golden yeah. like, you're not you're not aiming to miss, are you? You're aiming to, no, to you're, score. You're not so. you're not aiming to set your defensive line up, are you? <laughs> no, are you yeah. not? I, I think if you knock on trying to put the ball down, that's a seven tackle set. Well, it's not, yeah. is it? You're trying to score a try, mm. not get your defensive line set. And if you're, if you put a grubber through that's like ten, twenty out, and it go, and it trickles over, that's a seven tackle yeah. set. Mm. You're not. You're, yeah. We what we're doing there in all three of them scenarios is is uh, penalising attacking play and trying to yeah. get points on the board. Well, that's not yeah. what we're about. We're not rugby no, union. No, that's right. I, I would say any any kick that goes dead within the 20... Is okay. Within the opposition 20 is okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anything outside of the 20 is... is um, a seven. A seven, yeah. Yeah, that's it, yeah. And maybe even yeah. outside of the 20 is a bit harsh. If you're on the 30, you're not looking to just boot it dead, are you, and, and get your line set. But I, there has to obviously be a limit. And I think inside the opposition's 20... If it goes dead, it's fine. If you're trying to yeah. score a try and you knock on, that's fine. You're trying to score a drop goal, that's fine. None of them are seven tackle sets. Mm. No, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, well, my uh, another one yeah. for me is uh, it comes off the the back of of this week, really. Uh, but it's been a, I suppose it's been a, a thing all season, especially since the the playoffs last season, and I suppose. The, the easiest way to summarise it is to actually serve a ban. Yeah. Uh, obviously, there was the the famous Morgan Knowles thing from last year where he appealed the appeal and and he got let off. I mean, mm. appealing the appeal to start with, that's absolutely ridiculous to start with. But I suppose the big talking point from this week is, I think, is it French, Ellis and... There's another Wigan player. Yeah, I can't remember the third one. Uh, there's another Wigan player who's been banned. Pierce Paul, is it? Was it Pierce Paul? I think so, yeah. All three of them have been banned and they are using the reserve grade grand final to serve their ban before mm. the semi final. None of them play in that none of them play in that reserves. None of them have played for them all season. Mm. That it's just yeah. a ridiculous way. It's a, it's a loophole that needs shutting down straight away. You've been banned. <laughs> deal with it if you get banned in super league surely your ban yeah. should be in super league we've said it before it shouldn't league, carry yeah. into cup mm. games and, uh, it shouldn't carry into international games it no. sh- if you whatever you get banned in it should follow yeah whatever those reserves are going to struggle aren't they without bevan french <laughs> or morgan knowles aren't they <laughs> yeah yeah no. yeah unbelievable yeah unbelievable but um yeah andy have you any more I've got one more, and and it's a right pet hate again, right? Um, the the you know when you get a penalty, you kick for goal. Yeah, the clock ticking down. Oh, because they have a minute to take it. Yeah, so there's times when there's times when like they score a trial, especially late on. Yeah, where where you don't get chance to to get that extra guy that that kick or you know the, the kickoff or whatever you're cutting the game down yeah again it's like american football when they finish the game but they don't actually finish the game mm. like it's like you, you've got a kick do you why not do it like they used to do it you got a penalty time off yeah yeah got a penalty you time off right 
He comes on, sets it up. He sets it up. He lines it up. Time on. Mm. Kicks it. And then if it's in the last five minutes, it's time off. Yeah. Or it'd be like it used to be when the touch judges are back in position. Yeah. Mm. Earlier in the game, it's time on. Yeah, the clock shouldn't be running down while they're running on with the tee, should they? No. No. Well, we don't need you don't need a minute, do you, to set that up? No, it's just um, another bending of the rules, isn't it, that they used to run the clock down. Mm. And yet, right, and yet on the other half, we say, oh, well, we're going to bring this six again, Rulin, because it, we need to speed it up. Mm. Yeah. Oh, we'll do this one, though, that slows it down. We'll lose a minute by doing this. We don't lose a minute by giving a penalty instead of six again. No. Penalty takes 10 seconds. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And that that one really annoys me, that with the kicker, with the clock going down. Mm. Yeah, no, I like that. Yeah, good one. Bobby, got one more for us? Uh, yeah, I have. Um, I think the the current HIA 18th man needs changing. Okay. Uh, I think there was a game earlier this season, I think it was St. Ellen's, they lost Roby and Percival. Mm. But you don't get to trigger your 18th man until you get three HIAs, head it, HIAs yeah. which I find ridiculous because... Mm effectively, you're injuring more players by not allowing the extra substitution. Yeah, they're banging on about, aren't they, about player welfare and things like that. So, yeah. You know, so if you lose one, tough. You lose two, well... You can activate your 18th man. One might just be a tactic to say, oh, well, we'll just call it an HIA and get him off. So you stop that, you eliminate that. Two HIAs, you shouldn't have to play with 15 men for... I think in that game, I think Saints had to play with 15 men for about 57 minutes. Mm. So again, you talk yeah. about player welfare; it's it's just needs changing. That mm-hmm. I can see, I can see a situation with that coming in where the 18th man would be able to replace uh, an HIA victim. Just one. I can see, I can see that coming in because because right. usually, right, more often than not, if you failed an HIA, it's as a result of foul play. Mm-hmm. Unless it's a clash of heads, it's it's a high tackle, it's it's um, a crusher, it's a dump on the floor. It's something usually HIA is, is from foul play. Yeah, yeah. So your injury isn't an injury that's been caused as an accident, let's say. Mm-hmm. It's a result of, and I can see that coming in where they'll say, "Well, actually, if you if you do that, why should you lose a man as a result of foul play?" Yeah, and I can I can actually see that coming in. Yeah, no, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Is it yes or no? <laughs> yeah, but no, but. Um, <laughs> Vicky Pollard. <laughs> I- I'll wait and see if people agree with it or not. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. All right, what fair I like enough. to do is play both sides. <laughs> <laughs> see who's going to come out on top. Yeah, that way, I always win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Excellent. Uh, just before we move on, uh, it's worth mentioning the the 2023 Dream Team came out this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, just I'll I'll quickly whiz through it and just tell me if you agree or or disagree with with who's in there. Okay. Uh, so you had Jack Wellsby at fullback. Yep. Josh Charnley and Tom Johnston make up your wings. Uh, Wardle and Kenny Dow make up your centres. French and Lamb make up your halves. And then your your pack is Tom Amone, Edwin Apape, Paul Vaughan, Callum Watkins, 
uh, Liam Farrell and John Aziar to complete your 23 dream team. Mm. I don't think a lot of people disagreed with it, to be honest. Um, Watkins was a shock. I'm sure there's been sec- better second rowers than him. I think James Bell was unlucky to miss out. I think mm. he's been excellent. Mm. Um, I think Garcia might have been unlucky to miss out as well. Yeah, so... But but if he's an out-and-out loose forward, uh, he's not getting in again uh, ahead of Vastiata for me. No. No, true. No. Um, um, I think the, other, the the biggest talking point, apart from the Watkins uh, scenario, is the wingers. Yeah, mm. been a lot of good wingers on show this year, and uh, someone has to miss out, unfortunately, and you well, do feel a bit sorry for Abbas Miski. Toy, top joint, top I don't. T- top try scorer. I, I, I don't. I, like, all right, yeah, he's top try scorer. His tries haven't been particularly spectacular. Mm. He's got a lot of them. Great. But does he do like as much work as, say, Tommy Makinson coming out from his own half and stuff? Well, I suppose the question is, is what what is the winger's role now? Is it just to score tries or has it evolved more into your, your Tommy Makinson, Dom Young type of winger where they make the yards and then finish yeah. them off as well? Mm. That's exactly what it's evolved to, yeah. yeah. I think what I'm surprised with, I think, is five players in from a team that's finished fourth. Fifth. Yeah. Well, fifth, yeah. Fifth, sorry, yeah. Mm. I'm I'm surprised there's five players from a fifth place team. I don't, I don't. As, as good as they've been, and they've won the Challenge Cup, but the, but the, the Challenge Cup doesn't come into it because it's a Super League dream. But team. I, I don't think there's many that I would. I'd only swap Charlie out for Johnson. No, he's in it. Oh, sorry. Um, uh, I, I would I would only swap Charlie out for like Makinson or or Miske. Mm. They're the only other yeah. two. Uh, really, I suppose you know when you when you say five from one club that finished fifth, and you've got five overall from the teams that finished first, second, and third. Mm. It just seems a little bit not. Pro- it doesn't seem very well balanced, does it? No, I mean they've been good. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. The players have been good. I think Tom Amon's been excellent. Pap is. Pro- I, I think they probably have been the best players in that posi- in in that yeah. positions though. Yeah. I yeah. <sighs> Um, I don't yeah, think I there's so, anybody yeah. at like Lachlan Lamb. I don't think there's anybody I would swap out for him. Amon, no, with Pape, no, Asiata. <laughs> Maybe been a few good Min- has been excellent, I think. Yeah. Has he been better than Asiata, though? I mean, he's... there's an argument for it, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. But probably not. Yeah. In my opinion. But I, I don't really disagree with any of the positions. I think they've pretty much got it. Uh, bang on this season. Yeah. Mm. So, okay. there we go. Okay. Loose Forward Podcast Prediction League with Six Again. Yes, for the final time this season, we are joined by Brian from Six Again for... Well, the final table of the Prediction League. So, <laughs> Brian, how are we this week? New, new boys. I'm new, okay. How are you? New, new, Brian. New, new, very Brian. good, mate. How's things? Uh, yeah, very, very good. We've, uh, you know, I'm excited to, you know, I said earlier in the pod, I'm excited to get this season done with, get on with uh, Mad Monday. So, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so my I heard there's a yard of Guinness on the table as well. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I, 
I, I'll be honest. I, I'd I'd done a Warrington and thought I'd won it after eight weeks. So <laughs> <laughs> stop trying. <laughs> You've been on a bad Monday for eight weeks. Yeah, yeah. For you, you weeks yeah. in the local pubs. Yeah, <laughs> on the microphone. We can do it. I was in the King's Head giving it last. <laughs> And then he and then he sacked himself after week seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just sat in a box contemplating life. <laughs> that was that was a difficult conversation. Let me tell you that. <laughs> right, Brian. Well, then, boys. well, yeah. Do you want to give us? Um... Well, the, the final update. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we had three spot ons in the last week, and they all came in the same game. The St. Helens Field FC game. Um, one was by uh, St. Helens, one was by Warrington, and one was by Bobby. Um, Bobby had the oh. best week out of everyone and got 29 points, um, which moved them up three to finish fourth. Oh, okay. Top four finish he's, he's for Bobby. It's okay, I reckon, I reckon we. Uh, I reckon we keep this rolling into the playoffs now, you know. I reckon uh, I'm, <laughs> nah, I'm, up, I'm up for it now. It's done. Uh, I reckon we roll it into the playoffs. That's next year when we make it. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a phone call with IMG next week, so Ooh, yeah. you better not do. <laughs> yeah, Andy, Andy's Keithley. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we had um, two non-movers this week, and they came at the top and the bottom. Everyone else moved. Right. Um, Hull FC went down six and finished twelve. I went up five and finished ninth. Um, Very respectable in the end, that, Bri, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I got Freddie to go do them last week, so yeah, I just <laughs> didn't tell you. I think Freddie um, needs his own team, doesn't he? I think, <laughs> I think he should be disqualified and put to the bottom. Huddersfield <laughs> <laughs> and the Insiders both went down three and finished in eighth and fourteenth. Um, Bobby and Wigan went up three. Wigan finished in seventh. But I say the non-movers were bottom. Lee finished bottom on 398. The only team not to reach 400. Andy, you finished one place above on 405. I can't believe it. He saved his pod career by the skin of his teeth. He's Cas Vegas, it. (laughs) (laughs) Andy Gary Gary. (laughs) I can't believe it. Uh, Callum, you finished 11th. Uh, you went up two last week. Um, and then the top three, there was a little change because Wakefield got the lowest points of the week and they got nine for the week um, and finished third. Four points behind Leeds, who got 25 in the week. But Catalan, with a 17, finished top. And have won this year's prediction league with four hundred and fifty points. Well done. And what did Lee end up with? Lee three hundred and ninety-eight. No, sorry, Leeds. Oh, Leeds four forty-two. Mm. Okay. I tell you what, 50, 50 points over twenty-seven weeks. It's not an awful lot of difference between top and bottom when you work it out, really, is it? No, not really. No. So I'm trying to make yourself, well done, so well to make yourself feel better. Yeah. Listen, I was only I was only forty five behind. I'm just trying to be nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, no, well done to everybody, and thank you. Yeah, and a, a big round of applause to uh, the winners of the predictions league. So there we go. Brilliant. So well done, and I think everybody's had a everyone's had a, a good time doing it, Brian, haven't they? 
Yeah, we've had a few messages thanking us for including them um, and hoping that it's back next year. Um, so, yeah, the, the, everyone seemed to have enjoyed it, really. And yeah. It's going to be... Yeah. It's gonna, I'm, I'm, I'll be honest with you, I'm kind of happy that Wakefield didn't win it because it would have been a fun conversation trying to um, drop them from next year. <laughs> yeah, win it and got relegated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think we should, yeah. I think we should, to be honest with you, I think we should keep them in it because they're only going to be out of it for 12 months and you can't sort of get rid of them for 12 months, can you? Yeah, watch me. All right, fair enough. <laughs> so, so what would have... <laughs> Bye. Uh, <laughs> and the, uh, you know them people who have, um, you know, like a speech made ready for the Oscars <laughs> in case they win it? That's what yeah. Andy had written down in case he finished bottom. I think we could yeah. should, should keep me in and, uh, you know, Keep me in for twelve months because I'll be back in twelve months. That's what it was. That that well, was his um, acceptance speech. Well, there it there it is being screwed up right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely just some packet of crisps. Or something, <laughs> it was actually, yeah. Chinese takeaway menu. Well, there we have it. Thank and obviously a massive thank you uh, to you, Bri, for you know doing all the yeah, the well done, Bri, and the the counting up, which I'm still not sure you did right. But there we go. You know what? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to be lost. I've literally been sat looking at the phone all day waiting for predictions to come in like, for the last two days. It's been like no, but yeah. It's been fun, boys. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, I look forward to it again next year. Um, so, thank, thank you. I <laughs> know you don't. Well, I'll be full of optimism <laughs> next year. Don't worry about it. You know, one, one, hungry for another. So, yeah. There we have it. But, uh, you know, massive thanks, Bri, for, for sorting it all out and uh, making it easy for us. So, thank you. Uh, well, I think that just about does it for this week. It's been a good one. So,. Uh, if you stayed with us all this time, thank you for listening. Uh, just a quick reminder that the Rugby League Shirt Day uh, giving page is still open. And I've had it uh, from Brian that we're on 772 of our 800 uh, targets. So the I will put the link in the pod notes. And if you can donate, then, then please do. So we would love to hit that target. It would mean an awful lot to... Have to us for all the work that's gone in so um if you are going to any games this week then stay safe and enjoy but from all of us here at the loose forward podcast for this week it's goodbye bye, bye. bye. bye.